Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Suicide Squad is here. Positive reviews, negative reviews, our take, backstage drama, the fallout begins here. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. I'm glad you're dead. Oh, I don't know. Well, my cock's exposed. Can I help you? Took it a step further. Well, we mentioned the fallout in the intro. That's the fallout, guys. Thanks for watching. Is the chair broken? Did you, did you hurt yourself? I'm okay. He's all right. I'm okay. He's all right. We're okay. Here we Welcome. go. <laughs> I just watched it on the playback. Your flip-flop flew up in the air. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the DC Movie News Show right here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Roxy's face is priceless as Adam <laughs> falls back. Wow. Okay. Did I look concerned? Because I tried to fake. I was acting. Concerned. Yeah, Breakfast show, y'all. NMDC Movie News. No matter where you are watching in the world, we appreciate you. Make sure you retweet us right now if you're watching live. Want to get this jam, this room jam packed? Let's do we it. We all have seen Suicide Squad. The three you saw it on Tuesday. I it saw it last snowed. night. Yeah. Let's get right into it. At DC Movies SK on Facebook and Twitter. And right now, uh, let's just get into it because we have a lot to talk about. But I Johnny, imagine, well, yeah, what we want to start with non-spoilers for people out there. Oh, so right. if yes. you guys are watching oh, right yeah. now, we're going to start with some non-spoilers. There's a limited time of, of spoiler-free buffer zone. Right, yeah, so you're, zone. you're still chill if you haven't seen the movie right now. But okay. we'll okay. let you know when. when you're not chill anymore. Sounds good. It's not cool to not be chill. All right. right. No chill is shit. cooler than chill. Cool. Let's do some intros. So i got to say, if you're watching this right now at yeah. 10 a.m. or, you know, 1 o'clock uh, on the East That's Coast right, yeah. or, or, or 6 o'clock in, uh, in England or 5 o'clock, whatever it is, got to think, you probably took advantage of your Thursday night shows and saw the film. You would hope. I mean, we've had people that watch this show and listen to this show have been commenting constantly. I know I've been in contact with people like Jack Fern. Shout out. Who's, uh, you know, who's uh, hardly working on his, uh, or working hard on his uh, 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 Killing Joke review, oh. and also had a lot to say. I think a lot of the, our fans, overwhelmingly positive responses to Suicide Squad I, so far. It is amazing <laughs> to see, because we saw it Tuesday night, the press screenings came, or the reviews came out Tuesday morning. Mm. So I had let those affect me a little bit oh, going yeah, in. Wait, hold on. I, I cut Johnny off, though, and he was going to introduce us. So we, yeah. let's oh, we're doing the throwing first. over? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, also, it's really cool because this right. looks like it's on my shirt right now. I see oh, that in the YouTube video. So cool. It looks like Batman's on my shirt. Does everybody see that? Batman's on your shoulder. All right, find me on Twitter at Jay Quasso. That man right there, he's the host of Man vs. Child, an FX movie download. Find him on Twitter at Adam Gertler because he's Adam Gertler. Good to be back, guys. It's been a couple of weeks. We had Comic-Con. I've been doing sausage party stuff. It's so good to be here. We got to watch a DC movie together, and now we're here to talk about it. Yes, we are. This man right here, very talented actor in DC Encyclopedia, and the host of Character Corner, who took care of every single character in the Suicide Squad. Find him on Twitter at Mike Kalinowski, because he's Mike Kalinowski. Good morning, everybody. What's up? Good morning. I feel like this is back in college for me. I hated getting up early. Wow. Uh, but here we are, so I'm kind of half out of it. Uh, you don't look hungover this time. That is not, not I'm not the hungover. way. I'm not hungover. Listen. Not, I'm not hungover. It's just I... If it's I, if 10 a.m., working, sir. That's that's early for me. Unless oh, I'm working. I like to, you know, take my morning and, you know, kind of get going. I'm a night owl. I am a night owl. I went to bed at 3 o'clock last night. Hey, so. there you go. Yeah. We got people we're talking. Here. We're here. I'm people up. talking about the Ostrander Easter egg. The uh, John Ostrander Let him building. Introduce Can him. I introduce the woman first, please, I'm, I'm, sir? This is all part of the build-up. Yeah, okay. Well, let's it's talk like about It's like a, you know, it's like a little side game. Now we Wonderful. Well, let me introduce the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Show. She's also the host of TV Fights on Screen Junkies. And she's known to be quite vexing. Find her on Twitter at Roxy Stryer. Because she's Roxy Stryer. What? No, I'm not going to say it. What are you going to say? I'm not going to say it. 
All right. I don't, he's like, what? I don't know what bit. you guys are saying, but um, I'm excited Stryer, to be she's here. Because she's a crown jewel, and I was like, she's also a... Vexing. Oh. Vexing. Like Harley. Okay, I'm also vexing like Harley. Uh, sure. Apparently I am. I don't even know what vexing is. I thought it'd be funny. Uh, yeah. I would argue that more people think that you're more vexing. I was like going to do me? like a whole... <laughs> I am You vexing. stole my thing. I vexed. You stole it because he introduced <laughs> me and I had something I was going to say, but then you started talking, but it was, it was my turn to talk. talk up to the list of things I, I pissed people off I don't off remember with. what it was going to be now, though. But I'm so excited to talk about Suicide Squad because yeah. we, saw it, uh, we saw it together. Johnny, you couldn't come with us that night, but no, I'm really not. excited to hear your thoughts. We've had a, a few texts back and forth but we really tried to save it for the show that's right it's even all afterwards I didn't even want to talk to you it's guys it, too much about it's it it's interesting I avoided all internets uh, before I saw the movie the only all internets. of the internets yes the internets. all of the internets mm. all of them the only feedback I got was from you guys on Tuesday night and it was interesting because Mikey's feedback at first was kind of like meh but I was like okay I'm not going to let it affect me and I went in and I watched the movie and I'm glad I didn't watch any reviews or read any reviews beforehand so here's how we're going to do this uh, do we want to do DC news that has nothing to do with Suicide Squad first or just get right into the movie I think we should get into the meat of the movie because I think, I think people are here to yeah. hear but about the movie. But non-spoilery. I don't know. I mean, I yes. think... Because it's DC movie news and if they haven't seen it and they want a show, let's yeah, do a little bit non-spoilery. they can wait. No, okay. I've made a decision and I'm the crown fucking jewel. Whoa! Oh! Whoa! <laughs> That's a oh, Robert De Niro. Oh! Sorry. <laughs> or an Andrew Dice Clay. Either one. All right. Boy. So at what point can I talk about spoilers? After we say, we're going to tell them that there's spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. But going on. All right. Just said it. It just happened. All right. Going let's, on. Let's get right into it. Bottom line is, overall thoughts and opinion of the film, 60 seconds each. We're going to start with Adam Gertler. Go. Okay. 60 second opinion on the film. I think, you know, overall, yes, a good time was had. Uh, there's... Plenty of good things about this film. I want to see a lot of these characters continue to play in the DCEU. It does feel a little bit like that the people are congratulating the film. It's a little bit like, oh, DC, like, good job, good job. I feel a little bit like the positive praise is like me whenever I would go to um, swing the bat in Little League, and I, I never got a hit, I think, in like eight years. And they were like, good, good cut. Good cut, Adam. Good, good swing. Yeah, no, swung, I don't think everyone you swung in the right so direction. So that I, I feel like there's a little bit of that going on. It's like the the, the slow kid at, at, at the, uh, you know, it's like oh no no it was fun you know but it's not blowing anybody's minds. You know what I mean? There's some great things about it. I really like the Joker. I I like Deadshot. I liked Harley Quinn. But there's a lot that. I'm not a fan of. So, okay. we'll get more. That's fair. Roxy? I thought a lot of the movie was very strong. I laughed so frequently, which good I think job. is really good. Good job. No, no, no. Some of it was really, really strong. You did a really good job. It's my turn to speak. I know. I enjoyed the candy beforehand, eating the candy throughout and getting a drink beforehand. I think that helped. It was more <laughs> of a popcorn flick than I was expecting. I was kind of sitting there. The sugar was nice. The little buzz was nice. And I did enjoy my movie-going experience, maybe because I was with these two very handsome gentlemen right here, guys. Mm-hmm. But How about the two people next to us who walked out like 10 minutes yeah, into the movie? Yeah, to they knew what they were getting into. What was that about? Was there it a was, kid there? No, no, no. no, no, no. It was like a couple. They walked out, but we, we can so talk. Weird. Yeah, that was that was yeah. bizarre. Um, in general, I thought that Will Smith and Margot Robbie had incredible chemistry. Yeah. I loved them. Yeah. Uh, and I thought they were the best parts in the movie. I think that some... Some people might have been miscast, or some of the writing might have been a little off. Uh, I think this was my favorite of the three that they've released so far. Oh. So that's definitely saying something. Okay. I would have to see it again to solidify that. But so far, this is coming in first. And I definitely can say without a doubt in my mind that it does not deserve a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that what it got? I think yeah. it's lower than that now. It's getting... It's in the 20s. It's, it's, no, it's 27 with BBS, 27. So yeah, it's right there. Like, Come on, what is going on? At yeah. this point, it's almost like a flash. But, but listen, I right, understand. Like that's just again, it's 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 how many reviews are positive versus negative. It doesn't say how negative they are. It doesn't necessarily reflect how negative people are responding to it. It just means that they teeter on the side of more negative than positive. Right, and I don't think that seventy percent of the people should be teetering on more negative than positive. Absolutely. Well, Mikey, what do you? Yeah, think? but uh, so I went in. Having read some non-spoiler reviews, and it really tempered me going in. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to go through what I went through with BBS again. And the hate lashed out. And people, for some reason, and my friends, too, they like to, when these movies don't do well with DC, they throw it at me like I created these movies right. myself. Like you're getting like the paycheck. Well, I yeah. hear you did. Did you not? Well, you know. 
Anyway, uh, so I got out of it. I, after the movie, I was like, I liked it. It was good. It was good. It was fun. There were some problems. Yeah. Saw it again last night. And I saw it with a crowd that didn't care about reviews. They were just have, and they, people were laughing and cheering. Like you guys saw me. There were three or four times where I cheered out loud for stuff. Yeah, that no, we in that definitely movie. did it, especially that in the I beginning loved, too. Yeah. I was like, it's messy. There's some messy stuff. But now hearing all these editing things that WB got gun shy and went into and started trying to fiddle with it, you see where some of it got muddled. But I enjoyed it. I think it's a like it's a great step forward. It it's not part of the course correction that happened after BBS. This movie was done. So they couldn't right. change stuff, but you see it filtered so well. Even though he's a cameo, Batman stuff was an evolution of the character really from, the, cool. from BVS. Yeah. And we'll get into that more. I enjoyed it. There, there were certain characters that I wanted to love that I absolutely hated. There were two acting choices that I was just like, oh my god, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then there's a surprise, El Diablo. I thought he was just going to be hey. kind of... Uh, what? Okay. I'm not talking spoilers. I'm, right. I'm okay. talking about I just got nervous. There you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, El Diablo, I thought he was going to be kind of a throwaway. Well, later on the show, I think we're going to go over our favorite characters for sure. Okay, then I'll stop. Uh, for me, I actually did not watch. I uh, had no popcorn, no snacks, no soda. I no had snacks? Little, no, nothing. He's when a popcorn a, dude. When it's a, no, me too. Oh, me too. you should have seen my bag of popcorn and soda. Here's oh. the thing. When it's a movie that I really want to like know if I'm going to be invested in, I purposely will watch with nothing except a little water, a little sippy cup of water. That's all I do, right? Sippy cup? Well, not a sippy cup. You bring well, in a legitimate sippy cup? I, no, I get it one of those little tiny cups that they give you when they, yeah. they're mad because you don't buy a soda. One of those cups. Yeah, okay. Right? So I want to know whether so or not a movie's going to keep me invested. I look at things very simply. Will the movie keep me invested the entire time? Yes. And this movie absolutely did. I enjoyed it throughout. And some of the stuff that you guys didn't like, I didn't really have as much of a problem with, which we'll get into. And that is kind of more along the casting choices, character choices. But overall, I really did enjoy the film. And it's what, what cracks me up is, you know, most of the people that are on our Twitters are very positive. They're really into it. I think we have intelligent fans. But, like, the trolls that want to tweet at us just negative things about the movie, it's uh. like, we, we didn't make the movie! Like, if you're going to get pissed off and, like... I just want to just interrupt, if I can, for one second, that uh, Ahmed Faraz had nachos, popcorn, and a large Coke. Nice. He's he's laughing on the floor. No, do you you know what that means? That's not... Oh, he's... Okay, oh, God. Yeah. He's laughing his fucking ass off, isn't he? Yeah, 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 laughing. Yeah, he's enjoying himself. Because he thinks your sippy cup is... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I just imagine well, if he's like laughing waffle. his ass off, Remember he's rolling on the floor, on the floor right. laughing? Oh, uh, but yeah. It's a that. thing I do for myself. Sometimes I'll, I'll watch a movie with nothing just to make sure I enjoy it. My point Sippy is, cup. if you're going to say, you're going to follow us on Twitter and say negative things about Suicide Squad, guess what? We don't care what your opinions are if you're going to hate. That's my point. Well, Go hug something. So okay? I Go hug disagree. someone instead of getting mad. I disagree. I, no, I don't care if you say negative things, but th- some of the people are like shouting things at us and like saying these awful things. Like, can we you made Twitter the movie, shout? Because I feel like you can Twitter shout. You can shout. use it. Like, it all. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to respond to it, so just don't even bother. You could tweet it at me. I, I get enough hate tweet already, so I'll just take all those. Yeah, Leave Johnny stupid. out of it. I'm like an adult, you know? I'll yeah. respond. <laughs> all right. Should we? Now I know that Adam wants to go there. Should we now go into our spoilers? I think it's okay. Okay. Spoiler alert! It's coming up. Spoiler alert! It's coming up. (laughs) That was very close. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Got it. Thank you, Mark. So now, guys, is the part where we talk about spoilers. So I don't want to see any comments in the YouTube video below saying, I can't believe they talked about spoilers. We're talking about spoilers now. Can we go around and talk about the characters? Yes. Yeah, I love that. Just a quick impression of the character? Let's start with Harley. Let's start start with Harley. Ladies first. You want to start with Harley? You don't want to? That's what, hey, you call it. You got it. Starting with Harley. Crown Jewel's calling it. Crown Jewel? Go for it. Is that why? You're the Crown Jewel. You make the call. I love hearing you say it. Uh, All right, starting with Harley. Whatever you want to do. Uh, Starting with Harley, she was amazing. I was really nervous going into this because of how much hype there was around her. We had already talked about her getting her standalone movie. We had already talked about how she was incredible. Everybody from the second she was cast was on board with her. There seemed to be no hesitation across the board. So going into this, expectations are very high. I feel like she met every one of my expectations. I thought she was sexy. I thought she was crazy. I thought she was wild. I thought she was unpredictable. I thought that she made the character her own while also being true to the comics. I loved her performance. It was definitely top two performances in the film for me, if not the number one performance. Adam? That's great. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed whenever Harley Quinn was on, on the screen. I will say, listen, 
Obviously, on this team, if I'm Amanda Waller, everybody on this team seems to have incredible powers and be like a metahuman, and then you get a girl that just happens to be crazy. But okay! Okay, her special power is crazy. It's kind of like Captain Furious and the Mystery Men a little bit, in that that's her special power, just because everybody else has got a special power. Even Deadshot is kind of a metahuman in this, right? I mean, so, but that being said... I mean, yeah, she's great. And, and and listen, I loved her relationship with her other person, and it was one of my favorite uh, things about the film as well. Um, she's, she's great. You came out she's with Joker? Actress. Yeah, but we're not talking about him yet. Okay. I just didn't know if you were talking about Deadshot. Oh, that too. Yeah. Oh. Mikey? Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything bad to say. I think she nailed it. I think they... She held her own in her fight scenes. She was a fantastic fighter, so she wasn't, you know, they didn't shortchange her on that. Uh, I What I loved about this character in this take is, it almost seems like this film, she doesn't need the Joker. She is an independent woman on her own. This Joker needs Harley. He, 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 he's, a, it's the impetus. He'd go to the end of for his for her, movie. Yeah. But he will do anything. And she's just kind of like, oh, well, this Deadshot guy. It, you know, it's, I thought so it was So you feel love triangle there? There was a little bit of that going on, where she, you saw the Joker, he needs her. He, this is my girl, I have to have her in my life. This is, and she's just kind of like, I love my Joker, but if he's not there, she's, so she was stronger than we've seen her before, I think. I loved it. I thought, you know, the hard thing with her and Batman, when he's trying in the car trying to pull her out. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. He tries to help her, she tries to cut him with the knife. Right, yeah, yeah, under the water. Punches yeah. her, it's like, ah, right. oh, so good. Yeah, I'm with you. I, this character is very, very difficult to do because at the same time you want to make her a powerful woman, but you can't forget she's brainwashed by Joker. I think Harley Quinn was able to do it as perfectly as she could have. There's no such thing as perfect, so I'm going to say 9 out of 10 if I had to rate it. Um, throughout the film, she was just, she did the great job of, of teetering on the brink of insanity, then kind of coming back to it, then going back to the craziness, and also just being a badass who could just beat up anybody and just crush them. Now, did you guys find that they sexualized her like everyone was complaining about? I didn't feel that at all in this film. Not really. I mean, she is wearing, like, um, you know, fishnet stockings and, but like, very short shorts that's... the entire film. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the character. Yes. I, I think uh, Enchantress was pretty sexualized, too, oh, as yo, I told oh, you. Oh, gosh. Oh, stop. So Just for, stop. For our audio listeners, uh, Adam's doing a little jig oh, right now. Stop. Doing the Enchantress dance. Jig is a strong word. Uh, so going back to something you just said about Harley, though, yeah. because I feel like because this is more from her perspective than it was from the Joker's, and right. she got infinitely more airtime, maybe we don't know the extent of which she does need the Joker, because when we did see when she thought he was dead, she let herself have her first vulnerable moment yes. of the entire movie. So I was happy to see, even though it, there might be a slight imbalance, but it seems like they both are on similar pages at most or of the time. Or it could have just been for this film. Right. That's what she was portraying so that they didn't know that how much she was into him. Exactly. We don't know and more, but I love that, what we see so far into this. And I don't know if there is going to be any sort of love triangle, but I thought that from this movie they were clearly trying to show us that she does have chemistry with Deadshot. Whether oh, yeah. we want to take that as a sexual chemistry or... Brother, sister. Or brother, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, is, is up to us. But I do think that they were trying to build that relationship even more than they were trying to build the Harley Joker one. And I think you could see where they said after seeing this film, WB was like solo movie. We need her because she was great. Yeah, she, she was great. She was. She's fantastic. And since you brought up Deadshot, why don't we move on to him? Overall feelings on Will Smith playing Deadshot? Well, I gotta say, I, I really, really liked Deadshot uh, yeah. a lot. I mean, I thought this was one of my favorite things that I've seen Will Smith do in a long time. He looked great. He was like lean and cut, and like he, you know, he was doing his thing. It was definitely a Will Smith Deadshot. If I had to say a negative, the one thing I would say is, like, I didn't quite buy his hatred for the bat. In the end, he's like, you know, he has that fantasy of killing the bat. I just didn't buy it. I didn't buy that his his hatred for Batman was so baked into his character. Maybe because he's so likable as Will Smith. It's really hard to buy that kind of hatred in him. I, Do you know what I'm saying? Completely, like, but because that's what, the second we walked out of the film, what I turned to you and said, I said, it's very strange to me that at the end when we see all of their desires, instead of seeing him with his daughter, instead of that being what Enchantress puts in mind, it's him killing the bat. And, and they and, spent the whole time, you know, feeding us the daughter stuff. Right. Like, that's his story. So we thought, I thought that the daughter was the desire more, and yes, we did get that Batman moment, but I, I didn't know, based but, on this story and what they told us alone, I didn't know where yeah. that rivalry 
it was coming okay. from, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. We could totally explore that in a different movie. But I I was more focused on his relationship with his daughter than his hatred for Batman. Now, this goes to what a lot of my friends have said about me now that I've come to realize is seeing these films, I... I put so much thought into what the characters are, knowing already, but not general audiences don't see that stuff. Where right. I'm like, I'm putting this imaginative thing of, of the story and what's going on there. And now the fact we know Batman's been around 20 years, to me, and they said, so this Batman has been in these people's lives for however long, so Deadshot is basically, I can't do what I do well because this effing guy's out there always yeah. stopping all me. All of them. All of all them of have them, been sorry. dealing with Batman. And, right. But so he like, is the one. Who, that's the dream. Because he's like, I will finally be able to live my life, make my living, killing people for my daughter to provide. This guy won't be there anymore. But we don't know that because we haven't gotten that. But I'm inferring yeah. that. And yeah, it's like two I, minds. I'm allowed to do that because it's who I am. But also general audiences have a problem with that because they don't show that. Yeah. And I get that. And I think that's the problem with BVS where a lot of people and I bashed heads on because I'm inferring all these things like, yo, you're assuming this, Mike. And I'm like, well, makes sense, doesn't it? And they're like, well, we don't know that. I completely right. understand what you're saying. And it, none of this, by the way, has to do with Will Smith's performance because that was written into this. This was part yeah. of the plot. What did you think, uh, Johnny? What, what did you well, think of Will? Well, Deadshot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. I, I thought he was the, like, I haven't seen Will Smith in a very long time be a, the Will Smith I love. Back from when he used to open up a July 4th weekend movie. And this is Big Willie, what they used to call him, his, him coming back. He Big killed Willie it. style. Charismatic as, as anything. Uh, he was top two performances for me yeah. also. He, he was, was a amazing. surprise. I was like, it's Will Smith. He's going to give the same old Will Smith shtick that he used to do. But not at all. And in the trailers, I felt like he did. That scene where he's got the, where he's, Waller puts his guns in front of him and he's just kind of like, you know, holding, oh, he's so good. Yeah, I agree. He really was, especially when he, when he, bam, right in the guy's face. Um, It was no after earth, but it was a contender. You shut your mouth. Good point. Uh, No, I I was actually surprised at the vulnerability that Will Smith showed, um, you know, being Floyd Lawton. I was really into that and, uh, I don't know. I, I I love Will Smith. I'm from Pennsylvania. I grew up listening to Will Smith (laughs) as a little kid. Oh, no, we didn't know each other, but. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince were like the first hip-hop I really got into. And so I've been a Will Smith fan forever, and I always will be. But I was even pleasantly surprised with how really good he was playing Deadshot. So, I mean, if I'm going to rank it, I'm going to go eight, 8.5 out of 10. I think, For I think, Will Smith. Yeah, because, I mean, it's going to be hard to top what Harley did because she really, really embraced that she character. She had more to play with than he did, I think. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to say we'll really enjoy Deadshot. Should we move right on to Joker or the sure. other rest of the squad? Um, no, let's go back. Let's go back and talk about some of the minor ones. Let's Instead squad. of getting all the big uh, ones let's out. Let's squad. go. Let's start with Slipknot. Sl- 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 well, I mean... Well, here's the thing. I called it. Here's the thing. I just want to say, this just kind of leads me into a general thought I had about this movie. It was I compared it to, you know, Kill Bill Volume 1, I think is such a great example of a movie that's about villains that's done so well because Quentin Tarantino builds the legend of the characters that you then see unfold before you. And, you know, people have been talked about this film in terms of that it's more character-driven, not as plot driven, you know, because it's not, but I, I thought that they came up short on building the legend of some of these characters. I think there's a lot of mythology that the audience is forced to digest very quickly without telling you why. And I think that the why to me is a lot of the fun, like spending a lot of time with one character for a whole movie can be a lot more fun. Now I know it can work because they do it with like the dirty dozen, but like, it just seemed like a lot. And a lot of characters got short shrift. Slipknot. word. Short, Short trip. Yeah. I love it. Slipknot, you could have at least given him an intro when yeah. Amanda Waller was explaining, because to me, the fact that she didn't even intro the guy Told you was right a away. sure giveaway, and it's yeah. like, I want to at least, that was a good opportunity to like get us invested in something and then snatch it out from under us. Instead, it was broadcast from a million miles away, and he had nothing to do. Well, he was broadcast from the beginning, and like, we just knew but this But you could have faked us out a but, little But on the other hand, that character... There is no backstory for him. There is he is a guy that worked at a I don't think anybody company. cares about El Diablo either, but clearly David Ayer does. Well, he resonated with him that character. Yeah. But yeah. Slipknot created worked and that at was a an unexpected important character to create ropes that couldn't be broken. He was you, you had to have that you had to have the patsy that was going to show Amanda Waller and then we're serious. He was it. Served his purpose. Goodbye. Right. So 
I I feel not one way or the other about this because honestly I wasn't invested in him to start then he died I know that they used him as an example it was for the rest of the other squad I guess they could have slipped us out uh, could have tried to trick us more but I didn't want to spend more time with him if he was just going to die anyway so the character didn't matter to me to start it didn't matter to me to finish it wasn't a big part of the movie it was almost like why is he in it I guess I guess I'm saying that's that's not that's a problem you know, yeah. if like you're throwing in a character to not care about and, and you don't care about, like that to me is not like because you need to further the plot. That's not an excuse. Like well, I that's think an opportunity to, show to the audience who might not know what exactly is going yeah. on with these I things in their brain. Just gonna say that if you know the history of Suicide Squad, you know exactly what you know what that is. But if you're just a casual One viewer, more time. You're like. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're just a casual viewer, you're like, what are those uh, little pistol looking thingies? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, the explosion. You're like. Oh, that's what that is. So we got to look at it from both perspectives. From I mean, our perspective, we're like, okay, they could have uh, they could have explained it a little bit. They could have given not an intro to fool us. But for a regular casual viewer, it's almost like a nice shock. Like, oh god, that's what they have in the back of their heads. Yeah, we need to know that Amanda Waller means business, and therefore Rick Flag means business. And so it needs to happen with somebody at some point. We needed to see somebody's head explode, and that was. But they did accomplish. Yeah, and they did it. Well, let's move on to Jay Hernandez as Diablo. I know. I can't let wait. Me, let me start. Take this one. Please. You take it away, Mikey Christmas. My biggest Christmas. surprise yep. and my favorite character in the film. He was the guy I was like, I, I don't like this character. You know, I, it's just the, the tattoos and everything. It's a cool design, but yeah. I'm just not invested in him. So, And I was like, he'll probably be a minor character. Who, who cares? You know, but... First of all, Jerry Hernandez was phenomenal so acting good. wise. So good. He had a character arc. He was incredibly important to the story. He is one of the reasons they win in the end. And and you know what? A good job at making them. And overall, again, another thing that was a very big positive. Like they started as villains and they they ended the film as villains. You know what I mean? Yeah, like nobody not... was like fully redeemed no. in this movie. Like they did make them villains. They made them bad guys. And now, were you, so you guys are saying if we saw the David Ayer, this is that Hernandez, uh, oh, they have a character in his home, like that is Ayer's kind of, um, he gravitates towards, which one of you guys said that? Where that, that, well, yeah, it seems to be is, like the surrogate is, character for him because I know he's a Latino guy yeah. and like, you know, he, uh, he he definitely has always, always had strong Latino characters in his films like Training Day, like yes, which he yeah, wrote, like yeah. great characters, you know, great, like So he, the home life with the, the wife and the kids, it just resonated like I was like, there's investment in this, and it just played so real to me. Yeah, so real. Gert. I loved him. Yeah, loved him. Yeah, I, I you know, uh, <laughs> Diablo. Uh, they made him a very big power. His powers were a big deal. Really yeah. surprising transformation that happened in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I liked it too. Didn't expect it. But then that's what I'm talking about. Like, here you build the character up, and then he does eventually get killed, right? I mean, he does not make it out of this film, right? Like, he transformed, and yeah, then he I was think. like, he sacrificed himself. So he got redeemed. Yeah, but by, he, he got killed within the last 10 minutes. Yeah, which was great. I mean, that's what you, you want to see. You want to see that redemption. That's the way he gets redeemed because he there was no redeeming him. He killed his wife and kids. You know, that was the way he, re, you know, he made the big sacrifice. He had redemption, so he had that's a complete arc. Yeah, but the yeah. last thing we needed... I, I agree they did him perfectly, but the last thing we needed was another one of those with Slipknot who waited around the entire movie. We had to invest our time in him and then him to die at the very end. We needed to see early on this is what's happening. So I don't think it's fair to compare those two. No, I, I think the Slipknot thing was perfect. Right. I also, served its purpose. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I also think with El Diablo what was great is that he was the one who was hesitant to use his powers, yeah. which was very cool because we had different levels of interest and hesitancy here, as opposed to a lot of movies where you're trying to get a team together. Everybody is debating being on the team, mm-hmm. but once they're on, they're like, okay, I can be bad now. He was never debating going onto this team. He was debating actually unleashing the beast right. inside him. Which he didn't was, want to be a criminal which, anymore. Right, which was very different <clears throat> than what we saw from the other characters and something I wasn't expecting, and that's why when he did get emotional, I didn't even feel like, oh, come on, man, just do it. I felt like I see this. I see the the problem here. I see why he's really struggling with this decision. And it helped open up the metahumans. Mm-hmm. It was a nice kind of general, like like um, what's the word, organic way to introduce metahumans. He wasn't in an accident somewhere. This is a kind of a birth thing that's kind of you know with the other characters in the film. That yeah, kind of how it plays in at the end. That's like really nice mythology building. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought Jay Hernandez was just 
absolutely phenomenal in this movie. You Who's really, next? really rooted for him, and I'm going to say, I mean, I'm putting him right up there with Harley's performance. I, I think so. So yeah, top three, you think, are those like your yeah. three favorites? Yeah. Uh, Only because I, so. I would put him above those, uh, Harley and Will Smith, because I didn't even expect this at all. I thought he was going to be whatever, I don't care about him. I'm, well, Jay Hernandez. Harley, is, I knew was going to be great. But you I'm know, Jay Hernandez is a really good actor. But I didn't know if they were going to put him with you know have two lines at the end right. and make kind of like a, a little a step above Slipknot. I, yeah. I want to talk about Jai. Okay, please, right. because Captain here we go. Boomerang. This is going to be a decisive, a decisive battle here. All right, it's wow. going to get, it's going to get ugly. Okay, I have, to go first. I have never had a problem with Jai. I have always liked Jai. I know that's really unpopular amongst everybody, but I think that he is very talented. And in this movie, it was probably the favorite, my favorite thing I've ever seen him in. I thought he was funny. I thought he was endearing. I thought he was different than the other characters. I thought he was weird, like a little rat. Uh, I, I thought he nailed it, and there wasn't that much. It wasn't like he was in an obs- a, a, a crazy amount, and you were like, oh, my God, get this guy off the screen. When he was there, the beer thing was funny. He had light, a light sense about him. I believed his character, and I am so sick of people crapping on Jai Courtney when... I, I don't know. I think it's just like a man thing. Like people have like a macho problem with him or something, because everyone hates no. on Jai Courtney. What am I not seeing? No, I loved him in Spartacus. Loved him in Jack Reacher. That is that can't be true because you've come in here a million times and been like, I hate Jai Courtney, Jai Courtney, Jai Courtney. Because he's terrible. And <laughs> That's a direct quote. Terminator Genesis terrible. <laughs> Do I sound like him? Terrible. So I went in going, he plays those bad guys really well. And that's what I've always said on the show. He plays bad guys really well. He was boring AF. Oh my god, I didn't think so. At oh all. yeah, Wait. he threw his boomerang once to do a reconnaissance. I, I think twice. Is that Jai Courtney's fault? Yeah. Oh my god, Jai, you must have decided oh. that you only wanted to throw. Wait, it once. I recall him throwing a boomerang at least three times in the film. Don't you? He, How many the guy that claimed arrow? You just mean arrow? one time where he used it to yeah. actually yes. figure his something openings, out. His opening scene. He threw the boomerang at that guy. He threw it for reconnaissance, and he threw it at least one or two other times, I recall. Yeah. Give me a great line that he said in the movie. It wasn't about... Why? Why do I have to give you a line? So what was cool? So it was little moments of stealing the so pink you mean, panda? So you mean you want me to compliment the writer? His unicorn. Because that's not what unicorn, I thought the Strange stuffed was. unicorn fetish. You know, it's funny. I don't know much about Jai... I'll say this. I don't know much about Jai Courtney, because I don't get a chance to see a ton of movies. I, all I know about him is what you guys have said, and based off what you guys have said about him, I was more than pleasantly surprised with how he is performing. He's... Forgettable to me. I can't tell you a great thing he did in that movie. You know what he did? He got caught by the Flash, which was awesome. Which is Jai Courtney's fault again? You think? Oh, so now we're blaming on that. <laughs> you have to make it memorable, even if you have little. It's not a matter of the small part. It's the actor's job. Everything he did to me, he did. The I can't best remember what he, he did. Good. Do. I can't remember what he did. That was great. You just talked about him throwing the boomerang. We already talked about him with the beer. We talked about him coming out of the end. His, him leaving uh, the his bar. performance was influenced by his taking of psilocybin mushrooms. I understand. That's a fun fact. Uh, that's kind of why he was kind of like off to his to his own. I don't know anything about mushrooms. I don't know if you. Oh, should... I could I could speak extensively, as you know. I am a cook, and I have uh, oh, those you know, kind of do all kinds of fungus. You oh, know, okay. you have to when you when you start cooking, you have to experiment with all of them: truffle, psilocybin, beach mushrooms, Just oysters. All, I like truffle. I will say this: all the uh, I I liked Jai Courtney's boomerang a lot. It is one of the more, my more favorite things I've seen him do. But I will say that all the best stuff was given away in yeah. the trailer and there was yeah, not well, much more after that but that he, was an editor right Roxy that wasn't Jai Courtney's fault no no that, how, how does that make any sense how, it was his performances well, well, in the trailer question, though. What, what exactly like okay when you watch and I know it's hard because you've only seen it twice it's hard to remember everything going back on what he did is there, you, so you just think that what he did wasn't good enough or do you think that they didn't give him enough good stuff no I think he was fine yeah I think he was fine like he wasn't a bad actor Mm-hmm. I think if, he, if there was a Captain Boomerang as the main bad guy in a Flash film, he'd be great. He just didn't do anything in this film. There right. was just so he just didn't leave you with a lot. A, yeah, he, okay. I'm not saying Jai was bad in the role. I think if he is a standalone Flash villain, he will kill it. He to me works great when he's doing villains. As John Connor in Terminator, he's terrible. You know what? He, you know what I did like about it. A, I, I will say, if you know, just, know, just he's good, Mike, to but, call out because you're like, what, what was the line or the thing? I thought that he had a very, he had an ease about him, and maybe it was that he was playing an Aussie, and that that's that that's his natural state. Like he just had an easy, fun vibe about him, and he was he added. To the mix, you know, he added a great flavor to the Suicide Squad, and and I wish that it seemed like they petered out with what they were doing with his character, and like at yes. some point they didn't give him enough to do, and he didn't have a great arc, right? But 
I, yeah, what was going on with the unicorn? It was like, it was a lot of quirk, which I, I think I'm picking up that you're like, all right, it's a lot of quirk, but it was not built around anything and there was no art. Thank you. Guys, so you have a problem with the character, not the actor. Oh, I didn't say, I, I liked him in certain yeah. things he's always done. Die, die, die. Guys, yeah. we have to talk about Enchantress. Okay, let's, let's right. go right to Enchantress. Jump right into it. Uh, it. Oh, you're doing the dance Now you've got to talk about it while he Here, does it. Here's the deal. I was so underwhelmed by Enchantress being the villain in this film. Enchantress. I, yeah. I, they didn't show it in marketing. They obviously were trying to keep it a secret. Um, but a female villain, that's cool, right? A female, having a female <laughs> villain is a cool concept, of course, Johnny. Yeah, and her I li- brother was the I really like that you brought that up because it doesn't happen very often in movies, especially these major, major temple franchise. All, these movies where the big bad has to be either a scary man or whatever. So I did like the idea of having a female villain. Yeah. That being said... The, and Amanda Waller. The way, it's really kind of two villains. That's the what, way I, this happened looked yeah. so goofy. I think... It, it had a Ghostbusters feel to it. Yeah, a ghost, it was goofy. A, a, an original Ghostbusters. Here's my big thing. So Amanda Waller like tracks down this whole team, and then Enchantress, she's like cool with hanging out in the open because she knows that like Rick Flag is gonna watch her because he's in love with her mm-hmm. as she planned. But she was okay with taking no precautions. Like it's just so weird that like she left. Well, she had the heart. That's right. the precaution. Her out in the open. Right. She had the heart, uh, and then that's uh, she just. Betrayed Rick Flag like in an instant, and then went and got her brother, which was and the brother part was weird. Oh, can we answer this, please? Because I'm of two minds, and I hope this wasn't the case. Common is in the film, completely effing wasted. Wait, I, I, I th- so was Common the brother, or was the he thing. the guy in He's the club? Called, people are calling him Monster T. That's his character. I was like, yeah, he wasn't the monster in the subway, and I'm like, please. No, Common was Tattoo Man. Yeah, yeah, he was the guy that like but tried to get Harley Quinn, right? Common was yeah. in about 14 seconds of the movie. Okay, so because people online are going, he, he was great as her, her brother. I go, he's no, not her brother, guys. But no. I didn't want to yeah. pull another Jimmy Olsen bit. <laughs> so I had to see it again. And I, Common, no, just, Common was in one scene in the club you. when he pissed off Joker and Joker shot him in the head. Thank you. But there, everyone online is saying that he was the brother. And I'm like, no, he wasn't. No, he's not. He was a guy in a suit. Yeah. That she, some random guy. So oh, we, we all pretty much agree that Enchantress was a little underwhelming as a I was, villain. I as don't a even threat. think it was uh, Cara Delevingne's fault. I just think the concept of that. I, I didn't love her performance, me, but I, I liked her as. Uh, she didn't help. I liked her as June. June Moon. June Moon. I liked her as June. The part to me I loved and that he nailed was her the original mysticism where she puts her hand out and the hand grabbed it and yeah. turned over. That was cool. We yeah. needed more of that. That was more of the mythical stuff we needed instead of yeah, kind of and then script. and then just to spin off the enchantress thing, another thing that was not my favorite in the film, and this is here here I was like I thought this would have been better as a rated R movie, and I thought that after I saw it, and one of the reasons is because of the drones that the enchantress has to make all these like oh, yeah, 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 you that, know, and we I talked about we talked that about like it, yeah. that you need these cannon fodder uh, victims mm-hmm. for like them to beat up, and I felt like if it's rated R, you don't need to do that. And I wanted to see that. And I honestly, I, I wasn't thinking that beforehand, but afterwards I'm like, that movie would have been better if it was rated R. I agree. It could have gone there more, and it could have had more stakes and more blood. And They have the villain. That. They could have more blood. They had the villain doing all these things, and these different tentacles are going at people. And then five seconds later, they're totally just chilling. Yeah. They're like, all right, I'm, I'm feeling good now. It just, I see what you're saying, it, yeah. It, uh, the villain was so underwhelming, and, and that's a massive part of the but, film. But to me, the real villain is Waller. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and she wasn't underwhelming. A, a, I thought that Viola did a good job. Yeah, Enchantress uh, was the secondary villain. Um, but Waller's the real kind of. Should we talk about Jay now? Should we talk about Mr. Jay? No, yeah, we'll get to. Oh, I guess maybe that's the natural segue. We're talking about Viola. Let's not forget Katana, Killer Croc. I mean, we got to go. Yeah, yeah, okay. So let's pick up the pace. We got to move around. All right, that's fine. All right, so quick thoughts. All so, right, Amanda Waller. Waller, Viola did a good job, a fine job. Uh, honestly, it wasn't a huge deal for me in this movie. No, I think Had she... no problems with Amanda Waller. Did not like her. Thought she was a, a, right. a really wicked person. One of the most wicked people in the film, and I think that's great. I think and that's we saw the point. that when she killed all that's her people. Best, that that's was a good Yeah, when she straight... showed the stakes yeah. in this film. And that also kind of, like, to me, compromised Rick Flagg. Because now I'm like, all right, that guy lets that happen. Like, what am I supposed to think about Rick right, Flagg? Right, right, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, and, I didn't know where to fall on him. He wasn't that bummed about it either. He was like, oh, man. No, he's like, that That, that shit happens, yeah, basically, yeah, is right. what he said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bella Davis is amazing, and we're looking forward to seeing more of her as Amanda Waller. Speaking of Rick Flagg. Moving on, Katana, oh. as good as she could have been. 
for, for that character. <sighs> Uh, she was very underutilized to yeah. me. I, I, it was unnecessary to even K- have her in Katana, the Katana, yeah. Wasn't, I don't know why she was in the movie. And an, another one of those things where it's like, this is a great character if you spend time building the legend of the character. Like, just I, she shows up on the yeah, plane and she's like, husband she's and got that. a sword that's swallowing souls. Like, I think that's a lot for an audience to swallow without delving think, into that. I think they should have gone the opposite way with her. It is a great character, but they should have utilized her more in, this should have been Boba Fett in this film. Mm. Not know anything about her. Okay, or yeah, go there. the other way. Yeah, yeah. that would work for me way. too because also I couldn't tell. That's if interesting, in this, Mike. It, yeah, it sounded like Fett. it almost sounded like they were making a joke. They none of them believed that her husband was in the sword and that she was like it's crazy woman talking to the sword. I didn't know what they wanted. I think to with believe. her less is more. We shouldn't have gotten the soul talking stuff and just been there and. Let she should have gotten the silent later. Bob treatment. You're yeah. absolutely right. Like to give her a little bit of an explanation is almost like whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What, what do you mean Just the souls in the sword? Always have her. Whereas do, if she's have, doing it and you're asking the question, that's scene, interesting. Like, hey, you're gonna help us out here, and she just goes in and kicks ass with the sword, and then just stops and walks away, and yeah. they're all like, oh, okay, yeah. That's what it should have been. Moving on really quick because we actually do have some stuff. To, we're gonna have to run down these stories fast. Um, Killer Croc. I know you're... Go ahead. He was the worst part. Make it quick. He was the absolute worst part of the movie. Can we agree, finally, Uh, Yumi? Oh, my God. He was the absolute worst part of the movie. I wanted to love him. At the end with the whole... Terrible. Yeah. All he wants is to watch BET. I don't understand how they could have effed this character up. That's more offensive than Mikey Christmas on a bad day. Hey, guys. They they effed this character up so bad. It was... was, was, Why? Why? Counterpoint. I thought the makeup looked... Amazing. No, no, his face looked great. I was so glad. I didn't mind that because he's no, a mutated freak. Is, that actor is huge. But they yeah. put the prosthetic, a big head, and then the shoulders. They didn't do any other prosthetic body. work, so it was huge head. What did you guys think of Killer body. Croc? I see some people really love but Killer I'm Croc lying. in the chat room. I'm talking about everyone is loving him. I don't so get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't get, get it. I Guys... What did you, what did you guys know. think of the voice of, of Killer Croc? They kind of gave him a Louisiana kind of thing. I like, hated the voice. I, I hated I'm the pretty. Voice. I'm pretty. Is that every what he line said? he said. Oh. We both. Every line Rocks, he said. I was you out loud cringed loud. La- yeah, and not in a good way. <laughs> no, nobody else in the theater is laughing. And you like, guys <laughs> know me. I wanted him out of everyone to yeah. be great. I don't want to see him in another Batman film. He's done. Let him. I, he's done. Come yeah, on. it was bad. Again, I, I this is just another example of like. It's just a lot. To, to build it, this is a great character, but you could spend a lot of time explaining that character and making it really interesting and sympathetic. There, there were a few things. Now, I I don't nearly... I don't hate Killer Croc at all. I, I Number one, I thought the visual was really great. There are a couple lines that were not necessary. There's a couple lines there that I felt was forced comedy. And being a stand-up comic for 11 years, I can see forced comedy. You guys can see forced comedy. The BET line was not necessary. Yeah. The I'm beautiful. That was the so BET predictable. Line was playing to the actor, not the character. You should have said something like Animal Planet or something. Exactly. That would have been a cute, like, chuckle. It so, was so weird. Yeah, Animal now, Planet. Planet. Now, Animal now Planet. we saw a picture of him. You know, Did we see a picture of him prior to being mutated in the film? I don't remember. Never. No, he's so born the, like that. So that's the thing is... is Mm. I think you could still see him in a Batman film, but as a minor character earlier in the film. as like yeah, a there, throwaway first little, act villain. A little prologue yeah. James Bond thing. There were a yeah. couple lines he had that I absolutely loved. Then there were a couple, like the BET one, it just didn't make sense what to me. The hell? Oh, There's nothing I, I dislike more than like forced comedy when it's not necessary. Oh and and every film does it. Even The Hangover is supposed to be the greatest R-rated film of all time. There's some forced <laughs> comedy in there that's just not funny. Okay. There's some things you don't have to force. Okay, okay. Who, who do we have left? Yeah, Rick, Rick Flag. Let um, me say this real quick. He, a, a better actor should have been cast. Not a better actor, a different actor should have been cast in the role. Rick Flag, uh, or the actor Joel Kimmon, has that kind of skeezy vibe about him where he plays he would have he would have made a great villain on the squad but Rick Flagg you needed a strong because he he counterpoints Deadshot great they're both killers just one does it for his country one does it for money and you needed that but Rick Flagg you kind of saw he had the shadiness about him you need a guy that is Captain America yeah, you know straight I'm doing this for my country this is what yeah. we're going to do but then you see the confliction there and we didn't see that but also if you watch this film Joel Kim but he's not Captain America because he sees that, you know, Waller just like straight up assassinate those people. And you, and you people needed and someone to go, what yeah. the hell am I got myself into? Yeah. This is not what I signed up for. But if you notice, Joel Kinnaman has two different hairstyles in the film. Oh, and that shows to his scenes got recut or reshot a lot. He has the short buzz cut, but then he's also got a really long and slick back. And they did it to make it look similar. That was a sign where he's like, oh, these are the reshoots what happened with him. Got it. I he also got story. some really extra corny lines too, it seems like. They oh, gave what, was his the one? what was the one? 
The oh, bombs in the our bombs. heart. Now we can get them. Right, like, oh, right, the bombs in our heart. Now we can Let's not forget. We were supposed to get Tom Hardy. That's what I'm saying. Tom Hardy would have been. Tom Hardy's one of my favorite actors there is. I love him. This means love or war, right? Or your favorite. I will say this though. It would have been a movie, but. Okay. I uh, know. I just want to say we did not hear for sure. Now, check me if I'm wrong. We did not hear for sure that uh, Scott Eastwood is not Dick Grayson. Oh, uh, never got... said he never said my name's he not died. Dick Grayson in the movie. He, he died. I heard him. You didn't hear I him? didn't he, see his body. He actually turned and he said out loud, "My name is not Dick Grayson." Everybody in the theater clapped. You missed I, that part. I may. I did go get popcorn at uh, one time. And lastly, so, Joker. Let's move on. Uh, what about the big J? And by the way, I had no problem with Rick Flagg because Mikey hated on him. I, I liked his performance. Oh, okay. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, the, the Joker. You guys are going back and forth. It's like even I want to tally of like you know. Uh, the Joker was not in the movie very often. Uh, he just didn't show up that much well, when he was. I enjoyed him. Apparently, some scenes were cut, <coughs> according to Jared Leto, uh, which I assume is a WB decision, which leads into the backstage drama that supposedly happened. David Ayer had his cut. WB had their cut, and I think when it came down to it. I think Joker was probably a little too dark than what WB wanted, and that's probably why some of his scenes got cut. I didn't feel like we needed him in the movie anymore, I, honestly. I, I, I gotta I say, him. I agree with Roxy on this one. I loved how Joker was used in this film yeah. to tell yeah. Harley's story. Yeah, exactly. This was not his story, but He's it not really in the squad. grounded her story. And I gotta say, from what I saw, I loved his performance. It's hard to compare. Everyone's going to compare it to the guy that just won a freaking posthumous Oscar for the you role. You know what's weird, though, Adam? Everybody's comparing him to both Jack and to Heath. People are like, right. oh, he took parts of both of them. And I- and even Cesar Romero, I've heard yeah, some people right. compare. I yeah. think the fact that this is our Joker in this universe is fantastic. To see that he, the fact that he's going to eventually show up against Batman... That to me, we've got a great Joker, I think, with him. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see more, but we didn't need it now. I gotta say, I think my favorite scene in the movie was when he throws her in the vat, and then the look on his face and the way he dives in after her, and then the embrace, the Alex Ross kind of like. Let's do this real quick. Oh, favorite scenes. How about we say that? Favorite scenes. Sure. Let's do that to, to wrap it up. We got anyone else in the group? That was uh, that. No, that I get. Okay, I we guess that was probably mine. Right? Uh, like, yeah, we covered all the characters. The one thing that we didn't talk about at all was the soundtrack, which I just wanted to say. I thought they did. Shoot. They nailed. I thought that they did a really great job, and their their selections were uh, recent, but also old school and different. I love the way they introduced the different characters with different so you songs. Liked with the, in the graphics, I think that was different, but great. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I've seen some negativity on Do you believe the hype that that was that, something that was it. like added outside of air? That well, there's rumors that. Remember the first trailer that came out right. that I didn't like, and a lot of people did like, but didn't? And then they released that trailer with the Bohemian Rhapsody, and everyone went nuts. Yeah. That was a company that did that. So WB went right. to that company and told them to edit the oh, film. Oh, yeah, Trailer Park. I know yes. that. Yeah, they, yeah, they're right in Hollywood here. So that's a... It's a different thing. That music, I think, and those graphics, and that's a, that's a post-production thing. Yeah, I like that. But it worked. It set it different from BBS, but kept it in the same world. Yeah. Roxy Stryer, favorite scene. I um, I'm gonna do a favorite moment, Please which do. was when Deadshot was going to shoot down Harley, and she mm. dropped down, and she like pretended to be dead for a second, and then and kind of came back Interesting. up. I thought that was an awesome moment, and I love the chemistry between them. That was probably my favorite part of that. For, for that. me, uh, and again, it's probably the odd man out. The scene with Deadshot shooting Batman, where he says, because we talk about growth, and it's not the Batman we love. That showed growth from BBS. This is a Batman that before would have beat the hell out of him in front of his daughter and left him there just mangled. Well, he, he just let him surrender himself. We're seeing growth with the characters in this universe see, building but, forward. I, I, okay, but I will say that I will argue that in the chronology of the, of the films uh-huh. that that scene was before Batman v Superman. Mm. No. Uh, because he just got arrested by him. You Waller think he? Said, oh, he just got. So Waller, Waller he, said, "I got it. I put some. I put a word out. I got someone that's going to go get him for me." Okay, so he hasn't been in jail a long time. No, I think that was okay. Yeah, it's possible. Favorite scene. Uh, I, I said mine was yeah. uh, was between uh, Joker and Harley and the and the, the acid and the yeah, vat and the Ace amazing. Chemicals. Like that was just beautiful. Like watch and all it was Ace Chemicals. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I loved his laugh too. I and do we, love the laugh that everybody's got, yeah, yeah, Joker lays down one. in that circle of weapons. Then you have the yeah. baby clothes. Yeah, on the, the baby clothes. I mean, there's, that goes back to the comics. And how about back talking about when they had the, she had the flashback and they were seen without the makeup on? It's just like, oh my god, you're so creepy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go a little bit off the grain. My favorite scene, the one that not my favorite. The one that sticks out to me most, I just love El Diablo, is when uh, Deadshot's right in his face, because Diablo's just not doing anything. He finally, Will Smith gets to him, he just sets everything on fire, and afterwards you just see yeah. like the remorse that he has, like, ah. Oh. 
damn it, not again. Yeah. I really just enjoyed Then, of course, the scene where he burns down his family in the entire house. All right, got to get some news. Oh, wait, just, right I just now. want to say some people are pointing out that uh, Deadshot was in jail for nine months. So then you have to d- d- describe what do you think this is le- more or less than nine months after the events of BBS. Right. So. Well, it was definitely a change in Batman's character. Yeah. Go. And a lot of talk about Flash in here, too. Which was great. Yeah, Yeah. it's really cool. And I like Bruce at the end, by the way. Uh, So we already mentioned about Joker scenes being cut according to Jared Leto. He said he hopes they see the light of day at some point. Uh, Gal Gadot uh, also revealed what her workout is. And there are a couple of pictures of her working out. She really enjoys boxing, and that's how she gets in shape for Justice League. Don't you just want to be in the room while she's boxing? Uh, There was just one shot of her arms. Her arms are ripped. She's huge. Yeah, so that's how she's been in shape. She's been essentially playing Wonder Woman for two years now, so she has to be in amazing shape. We already talked about the backstage drama. I I haven't been uh, on with you guys since... Uh, Comic Con, oh, yeah, yeah, right. and I mean, I just want to say, like, kudos, props, like, how about how Wonder Woman's, uh, you know, the trailer was like a lot of people's favorite. Going to say that real quick, they were talking about Suicide Squad. Everyone should know that this film was already done after B- when BBS was put out. Right. So the critical reaction we're talking about with the, the course correction will not be Doesn't felt with it. this film, and Wonder Woman. Barely, Somewhat. yeah. Because yeah. Jeff Johns is credited as the writer, but there was an original script that they all kind of finally took over. And molded. Justice League will be the first film where we finally see Jeff Johns, president, going but, forward oh, with the tone. that leads in... Go ahead. Uh, post-credit scene. The mid-credit yeah. scene, too. Yes. Uh, so do you it. think that Amanda Waller... Somebody pointed this out, out. Jack Fern and I were talking on Twitter. He's pretty convinced that Amanda Waller knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman at this point. Like, was it that was clear tough. to you? That's what she said by the end. She said about Stop the working at nights. Yeah. Stop working nights. Uh, to me, it definitely seems that. If she knows everything about the rest of the Justice League members, I think she knows that he's Batman. A lot of people have been asking, where are Batman and Wonder Woman during this movie like where where have they been what are they up to so that will be interesting to see and how Flash since Flash is there yeah yeah. I think we'll find out at some point but yeah we already talked about a little bit of the backstage drama Suicide Squad two separate cuts A and WB the question is will WB ever just give Jeff Johns and the rest of the crew free reign probably not because they're Warner Brothers and they're a massive thing uh, apparently the movie has to make 750 700 to 800 million dollars I don't get to that. break even I don't we know that. you don't but this is on track for the largest <laughs> opening weekend what does in that August. mean what does that mean? Because the last time we talked about how you have to make money, and you were like, why do you have to make this amount of but money? But why, why that number? What is that number to hit? Because apparently it was that expensive. I don't know. Um, but. To be a success. It's on track to have the greatest it opening weekend of an August movie. We're looking at 130 to 140 well, million. Someone said in the chat roll that it made 20 million on Thursday? Yeah. 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 It's. And here's the other thing. I think that this movie is going to be more well received by audiences than BVS because it doesn't uh, strive to be so self important and dour you know while you might have problems with it it's hard not to have some fun with this movie and the big problem with BVS was like people were like well I, I didn't even like have fun with it it was like it was a bummer yeah. yeah. so I think people will be able to have a good time with this movie and I think that's going to help it a lot just real quick to say because I know I got your point where you guys said Mike this Batman Superman it should make a billion dollars there's no major character in this film that's headlining the film that's like oh it's Deadshot De- a Deadshot movie has to make a billion dollars to be successful. So where is the number? It only cost $160 million to make this film. That was it with marketing and everything. $160 million, they said. So where is the... It's got to I don't think that's with marketing. Million. I don't think that's with okay, marketing. Okay, so marketing another $100 million. Call it $300, 300 million yeah. all in. So it's got to make $750 to $800 million to break even? Yeah. Where? I don't not know. The, not the break even. Is that what you're trying to do when you make a film? Break even? I don't but think so. You think about no, the, all the time this, you put into this? This article claims $750 million to break even. Why I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know where that. that I, number I think comes that, from. that they don't mean to break even. I think they mean to be considered a success. But it's on pace for a hundred thirty to hundred forty million dollar opening weekend, which is a huge debut for August. Um, really good article about Suicide Squad Easter eggs. Go to bustle.com, Check that out. Uh, Eugene Brave Rock is definitely in Wonder Woman. We just don't know what character he's playing, but he is probably that Native American man yes. right there in there the photo. Go. Apache Chief. Yes. Oh god, that'd be awesome. Someone, someone posted like a thing like he's the ancestor of Apache Chief, and I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh god, you're so racist, Mikey. Okay, what's next? No, can't have kidding. I'm sorry. I get it all, but I'm so M- sorry. Mike's so mad at the side of the table. I just tried to rub <laughs> his arm, and he was not happy. That it. was a really cheap shot. There's guys. also a really good article <laughs> on MoviePilot.com about Easter eggs and the Killing Joke. If you want to check those out, of course, uh, most of us have already seen that. And now, uh, do you want to do TV time really quick? It's time, it's time, it's time, time, time. I think the booth has abandoned us. (laughs) Yeah, he hates us too. 
Girl is an idiot. They mean to break even. <laughs> TV time! I like how the guy who's calling insults, his name is Extra Rare Trump Steak. That's the guy that's... See, someone even said it. He's like, I knew that was Apache Chief. Thank you. Vans that grew up in the 80s with the Superpowers cartoon. Apache Chief! You tell him, Guess who just blocked him? You're blocked, Trump user. Suck it. All right, TV time. Roxy, go. Roxy, go. Well, Superman, go. Because Superman all over the place, and we've got some lovers of Superman here. We saw him in action a little bit. We saw his costume last week. Let's talk to you guys are hating on him, because I'll talk about how I love him. Well, you know what you I love. You said he's ugly. He said he's a fun, fun funky looking human so being. Don't be a dickhead right now. Like, oh my no, god! I'm just saying. I loved the shot that I saw on Twitter okay. of one of our one of the one of, somebody like caught from their hotel room that yes. fight that we think was with Metallo. It's Metallo, he's got a kryptonite in his. I chest. haven't seen Superman hand to hand combat like that in quite a long time. I thought it was pretty interesting. I liked it. it looked good. Um... Yeah, I mean, you were saying he's he's not uh, as jacked as you know Cavill, but you had a good point that Superman uh, doesn't need to be muscular. He's, all right, we'll say this: I know he needs to. Everybody, he's from drawn this way, but he's a Kryptonian on Earth. Our yellow sun gives him his powers. His giant muscles don't make him well, Superman. I think he's got more of a George Reeves look to him. Like, Someone they're all posting these memes about him next to uh, Stephen Amell on set is like, oh, that funny moment when Oliver Queen's bigger than Superman. It doesn't matter. It's like why. The, the 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 body shaming that goes on online with people is just kind of a, it's, it's embarrassing. yeah I think it's a really interesting choice in the costume the way the cape connects to the yeah. uh, emblem like that it's a there's it's a bold choice I'm excited to see how they're going to do the effects on them you know like they've done great effects on the CW on Flash the uh, you know Martian Manhunter was great on on Supergirl. Um, I heard an interesting thing. I think John Campia said it the other day. Like, he was afraid that, like, they were going to use Superman to just, to kind of, like, to use your wrestling term, like, to put to Supergirl over. Sure. To sort of, like, you know, Superman's going to be in there, but it's Supergirl's show. So you can't have Superman upstaging Supergirl. Or right. or maybe that's the point, and then that sets her off on her well, second season. Speaking of Supergirl, Calista Flockhart is coming back as Cat Grant in a returning Woo-hoo! guest star role. And also we have cast uh, the role of Lex Luthor's sister, Merlin. So that has also happened as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm ex- I liked that show. I know a lot of people didn't, but I liked that show. All the additions are making me really excited for it to come mm-hmm. back. Oh, we also have uh, Commander Steele has been cast on Legends of Tomorrow as well. Matthew McCall. We'll see. All right. We'll see. That show's got a lot going on right now. There's a lot. I'm interested because there's a lot of characters that are not signed for one show this year, right? Like, there's, like, characters that are going to be appearing across multiple Multiple different... Multiple series regulars on on different shows. And then did I hear that Grant Gustin said that Flashpoint is not going to last the entire season? Yeah. He came out and said that recently. Which I'm very excited about, actually, because I don't want it to take us all the way into next season. I want to see the aftermath, a little bit of that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, your guys' favorite show on the planet, Gotham. Uh, but if you guys remember how we left off, we saw what looked like Bruce's doppelganger that had been created. And um, he was talking a little bit about that at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So he's confirming that he does play the two different characters. Um when he was asked, is he a villain, though? He said, I mean, obviously, I can't tell you who or what or why he is. Um, maybe... Possibly my mouth is closed. So there you go. That's what that what we got from from David. And lastly, coming to the Cartoon Network, Justice League Action is going to have 152 characters in Ooh. season one. They're calling it a high octane approach with humor. <laughs> That's going to pretty much cover everybody. I'm excited about that. Those are like short short episodes, though, right? They're like minutes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I saw the, a panel at um, at Comic Con on it. It seems yes. like a really cool. It seems like a good blend between. Uh, Justice League Unlimited and um, Brave and the Bold, kind of like yeah, a, exactly, kind of yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. And I'm just rewatching Justice League Unlimited on Netflix. That show was so good. That show was so damn good. Those that was cartoons. Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch those? No, I'm the only one. I, I never get a chance. All right, guys. I don't Netflix and chill. I wish I could. You guys at home watch Justice League Unlimited, right? Everyone, no. When we close out, let's say our ratings for Suicide Squad too. Perfect. What you give it out of ten? Okay, Adam, go for it. Okay, I would say uh, out of 10, I'm going to give Suicide Squad 6.5. I think I gave BBS a 7.5, which I think I would now knock down a little lower um, after seeing it a few more times. 
But seeing Suicide Squad, which I've only seen once as of right now, I would give it also a 7.5. Okay. Mikey? Uh, very solid 8. Very solid sure. 8. I've seen it again in about an hour. That might go up. Like yes. BBS did go up. Yeah, I've only seen it truck. once, so it, it's hard to, to gauge because I've seen Batman v Superman like five times now at this right. point and the extended cut. Same. So it's hard to say. Uh, I'm definitely going to see Suicide Squad again. And I'm also going to go with Roxy and Mikey. I'm going to go in between a 7.5 and an 8 because, uh, like I said, I went to see it yesterday. I had a small window, one shot to see it. I was exhausted. I had nothing to eat, and I was still invested and wide awake the entire time. And half the time, I pass out at movies anymore because I'm so tired. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it 7.5 <laughs> to an 8. Cool. Seven and a half because Johnny stayed awake. Uh, yep. Some people said that you didn't talk about Preacher. Did you want to say anything yeah, about the season um, finale? Here's what I will say. You can watch the after show on After Buzz TV. We had Donnie who plays Derek because we don't have that much time to talk about it. But wow, a lot going on Preacher. I cannot wait for season two. It seems like they're finally going to get this uh, show on the road. Yeah. Like literally, they, which is exciting. Yeah, they're doing the damn thing now. So that's really, really cool. Uh, it was not underwhelming. I thought it was great. I love that episode. And and you know what? I'm okay with... I hope it becomes like the road show that I wanted in the first season. And then I'm okay... I mean, there was a lot of great stuff in the first season. Yeah. Cool. Let's all put ourselves over. Adam, go. Okay, guys. You can find me at Adam Gertler on the social medias. Uh, Check out FX Movie Download on FX. We show all kinds of movies. And uh, Man vs. Child on Thursday nights on FYI. And go to Doghouse Restaurants and eat my sausage. You're so popular. Roxy! Uh, Guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, at Mike Kilinowski you guys can find me out there happy birthday to my good friend Eggie over in England right now buddy it's probably birthday Eggie he's having some cake right now but uh, yeah, that's it. There we go. Uh, at Jay Quasto, of course, Wrestling and Padres Slamcast on Fox Sports. Please follow us at Fox Compadres and subscribe. And I'm going to be gone the next three weeks. I'm about what to leave. The? I know. I'm going to the Middle East no! on the Ringside Salute Tour. I'm very proud. He's uh, being a good dude Going with uh, <laughs> a bunch of really amazing people to entertain the troops and meet and greet and all that stuff. So we leave Monday. I can't say where we're going, but I'll be gone for a couple of weeks. And then I'm going to be in New York for SummerSlam. So... The next three weeks, Jeez, I'm dude. gonna be gone. Dang! And I'm gonna miss everybody. And I'll post on social media when possible. We're at DC Movies the SK. We love you. Thanks for watching. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.